Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We have a very important announcement at the start. Matt Dyson is effectively flooded at the moment. He couldn't make it in. So, a special co-host rejoins us today, the one and only, the phenomenal star of Quickly, Kevin. Star of the West Ham Stadium, the London Stadium, right? <laughs> the home of football, I'd the home of football. call it. Chris Skull. So, Chris, how long have you been doing this thing at West Ham? 2018, but obviously Pat had the pando, so I missed a couple of seasons. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and so, if anyone's been to see West, well, if anyone's <laughs> been to the London Stadium, you will have been the announcer there. Yeah. Is that what it's called, or the Match Day host, or what is match the name? Match Day presenter, I think, is the official title. And how long before kickoff do you start the gig? Uh, 11 a.m. for a 3 p.m. kickoff, so about four hours beforehand. What, they open the stadium four hours No, before? no, not for everyone, just for me. Okay. I've got VIP pass and all that. Okay. Although my pass is commentator. I don't actually do any commentary. But what I mean is, at what point does your job start? Uh, Talk us through it. So arrive at 11. Right. Arrive at 11, run through any videos. We're going to play on VTs, as they say in the industry. Oh, so um, cool. Go through... Go through what guests we've got on, and usually it's just a quick couple of minutes chat. Guests, so, yeah. So sometimes we'll have like an, a legend, or and this uh, is on the pitch. Yeah, it's on the pitch. We we ch- generally do a couple of interviews before the match, and then at halftime we do an assortment of terrible games. A few seasons ago we had beat the batak. Do you know what a batak machine is? No. So those things a goalkeeper uses. They they hit the different lights. Oh, like a tennis ball. Like tennis oh, yeah, for reaction like time. Like it. So we had a season long like leaderboarder who would be best at batak. That was a halftime. And who who's playing these games? Uh, just, just fans, contestants coming on. How did you last, pick them? Last season, it was us and Ajax were the only teams in Europe to do a stadium quiz. So last season, you could play Ooh. along. I would read, like, we'd do a st- quiz in the stadium. And this season, we get contestants on and they, at halftime, we'll give, put, give them a, a, a quiz and they could win a big bunch of goodies. But it's... Uh, the, and the, what you really find is that West Ham fans in particular seem to be affected by the nerves of being there and being asked questions we had one the other the other week which is like who scored the most goals in the 1992 season and someone said Paolo Di Canio oh you're come like, on you're like come on the pressure and what do you have like a, a form of words before kickoff do you go it's two minutes to kick off come on you irons yeah that kind of stuff and what, yeah, and what, what is it what do you say <laughs> yeah, I can't remember <laughs> stuff, stuff like 15 minutes to kick off is a huge game here in the Premier League and what's the last thing you say it's probably the end of an interview, so enjoy the game. Come on, you eyes, something like that. Yeah. And yeah. They'll, all, they'll go, Irons! And at the end, you have to say, I'm so sorry we've lost again. Please <laughs> don't attack me on the way out. See you next year in the championship, <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Oh, come on. Ooh. It's a low blow from a Forest Deep fan. burn. But you'll understand why. When you hear what happens in today's show, um, Chris basically attacks producer Liam. <laughs> Look, Liam left himself open to attack. You'll hear it, but you'll hear you it. So judge for yourself. Judge for yourself. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Matt Dyson is currently waterlogged somewhere on the south coast of England. We are going to try and get hold of him. But here to preview a, de- a mixture of international friendlies, Nations League, League One, League Two and Women's Super League is the one and only the legend Chris Skull. Thank you, Matt. Look, I've had no time to prepare a witty intro, so what I'll be doing today is reading out the fixtures and the people I believe are best associated with those clubs. Excellent! Okay. Yes! At 12.30, it's Forest Green Rovers, owned by Hector Bellerin, majority shareholder, versus Exeter. Uh, Yuri Geller and Michael Jackson went there once. Anyway, it's 3-0 Exeter. Uh, Barnsley, Neil Redfern versus Chris Powell's Charlton. It is a 3pm kickoff. Bristol Rovers... 
Ian Holloway, great, thank Jeffrey you. Ackerton <laughs> Stanley, Milk. Yes! That's another 3 p.m. Yeah, kickoff. Uh, a load of postponed ones. Oh, Tyson Fury, Eric Morecambe. Morecambe! <laughs> They're playing John Beck and Dion Dublin's Cambridge United. Uh, and then old, loads of postponed ones. This is such ones. a good game. Peterborough, Barry Fry. Yes! They're taking on Port Vale, Robbie Williams Ooh! at 3 p.m. Sheffield Wednesday, Richie Humphreys, Chris Waddle. David but, Blunkett. Yeah, David Blunkett versus Wickham. Uh, Martin O'Neill. Akin Fenoir. Oh, the Beast. Uh, the Beast. Uh, uh, Martin O'Neill. Uh, I'm out. Okay, Shrewsbury <laughs> versus Burton. Shrewsbury. Nigel uh, Jemson, Ian Wong. Okay, Wone. great. Burton. Nigel, Nigel Clough, Clough great, Carlsberg, Bassbeer. Uh, League two. I'm uh, loving kick, this. Kicked off already. Northampton, Alan Carr's dad versus Stockport <laughs> County. Ian Dowie old, own goals. Current <laughs> score is currently nil-nil after 10 minutes. Barrow versus Orient. Barrow. Uh, the local MP was John Woodcock. Fantastic. John Sitton, Leighton Orient. Good stuff. Bra- yeah. Bradford, John Sitton, yeah. Bradford versus AFC Wimbledon at 3 Bradford, Stuart McCall, Benito Carboni, Stan Collymore versus Wimbledon. Neil Sullivan, Vinnie Jones, Dennis Wise, Dave Besson. Take your pick. John Fashion Colchester you. United versus Rochdale. Colchester, Kevin Keane. Ooh. Uh, manager for one season. Freddie Sears. My mate Bryn supports the Col U. Rochdale, anyone? Anyone? Rochdale. Rochdale. Well, do, do, Text us on 8 15, yeah. Crew, Danny Murphy, Dario Grady, Dean Ashton versus Mansfield. Nothing there. Alan Meal, uh, the uh, MP used to advertise <laughs> at the ground. Doncaster versus Crawley. Donny, uh, you know what? Martin Winter was the local um, mayor and it's the best steak I ever had was and, in Doncaster. And Crawley. Martin Tyler was assistant once. Yes! There we go. Scully, their soul. Yeah, that was like a quiz show. Great So stuff. much fun. We got through it. Indonesia nil, Curacao one. Whoa! Rangelo Janga after eight minutes. <laughs> we are it's a keep... dearth of international. <laughs> it's, it's a wasteland out there today, isn't it? Well, last night. I mean... Under Southgate, World Cup semi-finalists, fourth in the World Cup, third in the Nations League, second in the Euros, and then last night relegated <laughs> to the second tier of the Nations League. I watched it. We're both big England fans. Yeah. I know you didn't see it, but are you bothered? Yeah, but I think it's a really bad omen. I, I think I think we could be banging trouble. The one thing we've got going for us in this World Cup is it's a terrible group, with all due respect to Wales. I think... Wales are good, man. I think... Who knows? Who knows? To all our Welsh listeners, I just want to say, as we broadcast <laughs> nationwide, I take the Welsh threat seriously. They've got a great yeah. team. And Players it, like Nico Williams and Brennan Johnson. And anyone in Iran listening as well? You're a good team as well. Anyone but... in America listening? <laughs> we think everyone's a good team, but what we're saying in that context is, we are going to batter you. <laughs> but do you worry now, then, even in an easy group, that England are toast? It's no good size, is there? We got battered by Hungary a few weeks ago. They beat We've Germany last game. night. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. I know you're a big England fan. You're far more optimistic than me. I just think if Big Sam was still here... No, don't even Big Sam it! Big Sam, don't you dare Big Sam it! 100% record for England, One Matt. game. 100% record. Let's stick to the percentages. You know, Stuart Pearce has 100% record, but the other way. <laughs> was caretaker manager for one game and we lost it. Anyway, what am I doing? Um, even mentioning that about St. Stuart. Um, I'm... I, I, Overall, I just think the Nations League doesn't matter. Gareth's just testing stuff out, and it's yeah. all to service the World Cup that we will win. I hope you're right. I know you tweeted last night, I'm still looking forward to the World Cup. 100%. Yeah. We're going to do it. 
I feel, am I the only positive person in this country about the going world, to Southgate? The thing I thought about was like, you were a 96, but we went into that tournament. It was a bit of a disaster 100%. beforehand. And actually, sometimes it's like, it's good going into a tournament yes. with like bad form and a lot of bad feeling towards the team because that's then that's the redemption arc. Right. Forrest, take for instance this season. We had a terrible pre-season. Look yeah. at us now. <laughs> uh, Scully, in your phenomenal opening, you asked for Rochdale oh, yes. connections. Yeah, Two people, we Wes in Grimsby and Darren, we don't know where Darren's from, both say Lisa Stansfield from Rochdale. Yeah, Darren points out that she wasn't their manager or a player, however. Yeah, we're not saying they had to play for them. We're just saying celebrity <laughs> connections celebrity, to celebrity Rochdale connection. Football Club. Stansfield's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, not a fan? I don't know where she sits, Lisa Stansfield. What's her legacy? Do you what, know what I mean? is, when is, she goes to the big, games? Or? Is she a big name? She's from, a megastar! Is she a megastar? What Lisa is the star. matter with you? I don't know. Well, like, if she was playing Glassbury, where would she be on the... She's jazz, jazz stage, isn't it? Sure. No, she's pyramid, pyramid stage. Pyramid? Pyramid. Uh, uh, early afternoon slot. Really? Sun's out, Stansfield's on, wallop. <laughs> I can't What's believe... songs? Um, you know. <laughs> I did something this week that was um, arguably atrocious. I, had, I didn't leave the flat. This is for a day. Yeah. I didn't leave the flat, and every bit of food I had that day, I ordered in. Three, so three I had breakfast, meals. dinner and tea... All takeaway. Okay. Bre- breakfast McDonald's? No, um, but I'm not against it. I had um, a, a chicken and avocado wrap. Delivered. Delivered. Wow. Well, it was like a big, it was more like a burrito, really, with cheese in it. On, on its own? Just one thing? Uh, I got like a juice as well and a yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I had Wagamama's for lunch and Pizza Hut for dinner. Pizza Hut? <laughs> Fire up the DeLorean, Man. we're having dinner. You know, when I woke up the following morning, it was like my face was made of salt. Like, my <laughs> eyes were stuck together and my mouth was like... Rah. Did you get stuffed crust? No, I got deep pan, though. Ugh. Do you go stuffed crust? You, listen, I've got a real problem with deep pan. What is the point of deep pan? No one want, No one has a deep pan pizza. I want more... This pizza needs more bread. Yes, like, because... The, deep, the bread is the worst bit of a pizza. Why do you hate our way of life? It's not... It's it's the sweetness, and it's that crusty bottom with then the, the almost like, like bagel-like of, warmth. Loaf of bread with cheese on top. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> perfect. What's wrong with that? You don't understand this country, man. Three yeah, takeaways three in one takeaways. day. Wow. And I, like, it took me two or three days to recover from that, from just like the sheer level of salt. Was it the same guy dropping it off each time? Like, this? <laughs> Hello, mate. Like, by, the third, by the third drop-off, he's like, are you sure? <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. I just remember about Lisa Stansfield. She was, <laughs> I think she was nominated um, for three Brit Awards... Two Ivan Novellos and a Billboard Music Award, oh. World Music Award, an ASCAP Award, Women's World Award, Silver Clef Award, and term DMC Awards. I reckon she sold about twenty million albums. Again, just off the just off the top <laughs> of my head about this. Yeah. Now we're talking about multiple takeaways all in one day. Mal in Hove says, "Once when my wife, who is gluten free, was away, I took advantage and." Dead on opening at midday, ordered a large Domino's just for myself. Just before the store closed at 10, I ordered the same thing again. And yes, it was the same delivery guy. He looked sceptical when I took the pizza and shouted, Kids, dinner's here to the empty house behind me. (laughs) (laughs) That is is phenomenal, Techers. Yeah, unbelievable. Got another text here as well from Adam in Morecambe. He said he can beat three takeaways. He had three McDonald's drive-thrus in the day once and it was the same person twice taking the order 
He felt absolute shame to everyone around. He said he'd worked 18 hours in 24-hour periods and needed the least, uh, the, the laziest option available. Felt horrendous after each meal. You ever seen Super Size Me? Yes, Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. No, and it's like, so he only eats McDonald's. And I came out of that and was like, I want a McDonald's. Which is the opposite to what... I know. You're like, this looks great. It's like when Jamie Oliver makes those chicken nuggets and <laughs> the kids are like, do you want to know what's in it? It's all just like lung waved and, like, and then he blends like... something because who wants them and they'll go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course they do. It's good. That text, by the way, is from Adam, who's a former ranch house patron in Morecambe. Have you ever been to the ranch house in Morecambe? Don't know what that means. No. It is a pub that I sadly think is no longer there, but basically... Um, Morecambe Seafront had a theme park called Frontierland that was all based in the American Wild West. Right. It closed and was demolished, but they left the pub that was part of it <laughs> called the Ranch House standing. So when the theme park was there, the oh, Ranch wow. House made perfect sense. It was a saloon. <laughs> when the Frontierland had been demolished, newcomers to Morecambe would wonder why there was <laughs> this American Wild West-themed pub. <laughs> It was one of the Did best pubs saloon in Britain. doors, you know, like the Wild West. It had everything, man. It, that is one of the best pubs I've ever been to. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that Adam, who's also drank in there, is a three-takeaway man oh, as well. Wow. You know, once I remember, a terrible mistake. Ordered a, a, a curry from a Chinese. Just one of those things, if you want a curry, go to an Indian. If you want a chow mein, go to a Chinese, right? Don't mix the genres. Yeah. Chinese curry is not for me. I know there'll be people out there that like it. I ended up having it. I think I was down to like my last tenner until I got paid again, and it was so bad I burst into tears. <laughs> I remember I'd put on a lot of weight, sat there in like beach shorts on a really hot summer's day in the house of my own, weeping at how bad that curry was. I've got a story along those lines. Your friend and mine, the comedian Tom Crane, who Good hosts man. Uh, my favourite takeaway podcast, he once got a pizza delivered to his house, but he was on the way to the house. The pizza then got just dropped off, put at the doorstep, and it was a block of flats, I believe. And someone had let themselves in, but stood <gasps> on the pizza, left a massive footprint. <laughs> but he decided he still wanted the pizza, so he he opened it and ate around the footprint. <laughs> That is gross, isn't it? Had the fuck penetrated the box? It penetrated the box. It had broken uh. the car and gone into the pizza. There's a big footprint in the pizza and ate around the, the footprint. Like a paleontologist <laughs> discovering <laughs> old dinosaur bones, like protecting the dig. We're getting some incredible stories here, Chris. This is the best text I have ever seen on this show. <laughs> yes! Yeah, and it's anonymous, and you'll see why in a second. <laughs> We went to see the Quo at Hammersmith many years ago. Quality. Great start to a text. Oh, the best. After the gig, we decided to go on a kebab crawl. Is, that what? Such, is there such a thing? We started in Hammersmith, drove on to Kingston for the second one, and then stopped off in Leatherhead for kebab <laughs> number three. By the time we got home, we couldn't feel our lips and most of our mouth from the chilli sauce. We got heavier and heavier on each course. But can you imagine what the morning brought on? A kebab crawl! Wow. What is that? Three kebabs. A, a kebab for every chord the status have, quo played. No, no, in the Olympics they have, like, the marathon. Sod that. Let's have a kebab crawl. How many courses are like a marathon, but there's kebab stations throughout. How many kebabs can you get through? Chili sauce, the works. Come on, the IOC. Change, <laughs> yeah. make the Olympics for the people. <laughs> and let's have this. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals flying in in League Two, Matt Dice. Uh, Chris oh, Gold, oh, no! No, Joe, well, I'm not going to say him now. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All right, I will. Bradford City, one. AFC Wimbledon, nil. Northampton Town, nil. Stockport County, one. And in League One, Sheffield Wednesday, one nil up against Wickham Wanderers. Mega goals happening everywhere. Now, Pete's been in touch. He 
in a 30-minute lunch break, I ate 18 mince pies and a full Christmas dinner. He said, working in a car factory made me fast at doing anything. So that's slightly more than a pie every two minutes? Yeah, that's a pie every two minutes plus a full Christmas dinner. <laughs> I'm guessing by fully means all the trimmings. Pigs in blankets, stuffing. I love mince pies. I saw them in the shop just the other day. Did They're you buy any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Did what you? I find is that... I don't, it's not good to get started on mince pies this early in the year because by the time it gets to Christmas, you're like, I'm sick of mince pies. And it's peak mince pie season, as we all know. <laughs> I have to be, as a gout sufferer, starting on mince, pe- mince pies now would be a big mistake for me and my fragile joints. But um, yeah, Christmas for you must be a nightmare with your gout. Do you know what? Because it is it's gout, it's gout season. It is. It is one of my favourite seasons, <laughs> along with winter, spring and football. But um, I, uh, I'm on medication, so it's fine. And okay. I managed to keep the weight off. Well done. Do you All think? Right. Yeah, he's looking, you're looking good. Go on. But maybe after I have 18 mince pies sent up here to challenge you to eat them in 30 minutes. I may slightly <laughs> Our Glory Hunters team, Solihull Moors, that we've been supporting for months now. It's the best run we've ever been on in Glory Hunters, are currently drawing nil-nil away at Woking. So, each week, we have to have some facts from Matt Dyson, today from Chris Skull, about Solihull. Obviously, this has gone on longer than any of us would have predicted, so let's see. Welcome. Welcome back to Solihull Moors. And thank you to producer Liam, who sent me these amazing facts. <laughs> uh, Solihull Moors recently moved their training ground to a village in Warwickshire called Studley. As Ooh. well as now sometimes being home of the Moors, Studley was once crowned the largest village in England and is famous for its needle production. And apparently, according to Liam, it is frequently visited by Harry Potter stars such as David Bradley. Now, my wife is best friends with David Bradley's daughter. No Francesca way. Bradley, slowly. So I text and said, is this true what Liam has told me, that, totally that David Bradley goes to the neighbouring village and, and drinks in Studley, and guess what? No, it's not. No! Lies! Apparently, it, it said, it said he spoke, hang on, spoke to David Bradley's wife. I've seen well, him in there. You've seen him in there? I I, I, who do I believe, you or the Bradley family? Whoa. Right. This has kicked off. He said, he checked, they've checked, they've Good checked point. in. David Bradley says he's never been to a pub in Studley. That's wow. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's saying it's a never lie. Never been. Uh, can't vouch. Like, it says, oh, oh, they, but they have been shopping in Solihull and have oh. been to the swimming pool there. That's about it, though. So, Liam. Liam, so what's going on? Does this cast a shadow over all your Solihull Moors facts? Oh, no. We're going to have to That's what you're going to ask yourself. Are we going to have, like, legal lawsuits now? Is there any other sort of lawsuit? (laughs) Or maybe this does mean that... Does Solihull feel like a more mysterious place? Because you just don't know what's true and what's not. What's the myth? But Liam said he bought the guy a pint, so what was going on there? Who have you bought a pint for, then? Some guy who looks like him. You bought David Bradley a pint. (laughs) You bought a pint for David Bradley lookalike. Some lookalike, and that guy has accepted it. What did you say? What do you mean you don't, don't know? know. Well, you uh, just chucked a pint at some bloke. I said something about Harry Potter and he was like, yeah. I said something about Harry Potter and he went, said, yeah. You sided up some... Po- who is David Bradley, by the way? I wouldn't recognise him. Filch. Filch. Filch and Harry Potter. Which one's Filch? Is he old the or young? The caretaker, the old caretaker. Oh, I don't know. Is he old or young? The old. 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 So you sided up some poor old man in a pub and gone, Harry Potter, giving him a pint, he's gone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've built a, a, a land of lies that we're now broadcasting yeah. on international radio. That is true. The credit, but it's true that you bought a pint. I, I bought David Bradley a pint. You have not you bought, bought David, David Bradley. You have David Bradley's daughter's denying it. She's denying it. He's and never been one. to a pub in Studley. The other one's in there as well. What well, 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 Here we go. Yeah. Oh, 
Mark oh, this is getting out of hand, Liam. Your lies have to stop. They've caught up with you. You're a Netflix box set. Wait You've never bought David Bradley a pint. You're like the Tinder swindler, but like a radio version. Have you? Might have been a hard. Here we go. He can't a pint. I can't believe this. You weren't even there. Glory hunters on rock and roll football. Well, we were just talking about Solihull Moors. What's happening, Chris Skull? It's a terrible afternoon for Solihull Moors fans. No. We're getting your history wrong, and now you're one nil down to Woking. Oh, man, not a day for Solihull. So the actor that Liam claims to have bought a pint for is very distinctive, yes, David yes, Bradley. Very, uh, yeah. um, I do remember him now. He played Argus Fitch in the Harry Potter films, didn't he? And um, Walder Frey in Game of Thrones. Walder, that's right. Yeah, born yeah, on the 17th day. of April 1942, <laughs> I think. Uh, stood at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. Of course I know who David Bradley is. I mean, Liam, you can't get... That guy's so distinctive. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. You're calling he David lying. Bradley national treasure a liar. I, I think he's going for cheeky beers. He's going for cheeky beers. He's lying to his family about it. I, can't, I just can't believe you bought a pit a pint for a random guy. And the guy just accepted Old men. It. Old man. You Why are you buying man? pints for strange old men in pubs, Liam? <laughs> You're a young man. Because he was in Harry Potter. Because he was in Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, what, in Liam's defence, she says he goes shopping. Now, shopping, you buy beer, don't you? <laughs> Said, well, I'm a rat. He says he's never been to a pub, so, like, the only way you, your story could be true is if you bought, like, a can of lager from a Tesco's and then just went up to him in the street and do you want this? Or David Bradley's lying. Yeah, or David Bradley's lying. Yeah, who do I believe? Because his family might say, David, you've got to stop drinking in these Solihull pubs. And he's gone, all right, all right, I'll give you my word. <laughs> then producer Liam walks in, gets tanked up with him. <laughs> God knows what happened else that night. When you bought in the pint, so what did you do after the game? You bought in the pint, and then you what? You just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have got, I might have got a photo. Oh, oh he's, he's got, got a photo. photo. Went to watch oh, the quote at a kebab is, crawl. This will be hilarious if it's a random guy. If oh, it's just man. a random guy. The jeopardy thing. now. We need oh, this photo. God. Right, we're all about I'm to so play. excited. I, I don't think live radio... This is what radio was invented for. When the BBC put out that first transmission at the Alexandra Palace, God knows when, little did they know that when, it, when radio was invented, this was what it was going to be used for. This is electric. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, we have a very special guest today on Halftime Entertainment, star of The Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, multiple Academy Award winner, the one and only Matt Dyson. Dyson, your house pouring with water, your electricity cut off. What's the latest? Are you okay? Mate, I'm having the day from hell. Um, Yes, I'm okay. Everyone's okay. The family are fine. Um, But yes, there there was leakage... There was ingress. There was a uh, a trick switch, so the water came leaking through from some old pipes. I mean, this house—it's like a 1930s house, but we've had about three leaky pipes already in just a year and a half. And you're one of them. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's cut off all the electric sockets. A an electrician called Caesar has come out. Uh, Caesar the geezer sorted some of it out partially um, because, like. Basically, the upstairs sockets now work, but the downstairs don't. We're just happy that you're all alive. I sort of pictured you like the final scenes of Titanic, like you and Kate just floating on old portraits, freezing <laughs> in a house no, and just slowly no. filling up with water. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was, it was dripping, but we managed to catch it all in buckets. We put towels down. It's fine. And how? What are you going to do for food tonight? <laughs> 
Um, uh, good question. We can, we can we found a way. We can plug the slow cooker in upstairs. That's what we're thinking. Make okay. a chicken stew in a slow cooker upstairs. That's that's the only answer. We've got a gas oven, so that might be okay. But yeah. Anyway, we went into the town earlier to the coffee shop to charge our phones because it's weird when you've got no electric. And while the car was parked, they got a parking ticket. Oh, mate, day from hell. Exactly. I'm on, a, I'm on the edge of a, of a meltdown, I'll tell you that much. Oh, dear. Well, thoughts and prayers from all of us here at Rock and Roll Football, Dyson. You're always in our hearts. It means so much. It cheers me a little just to hear your voice. Get down the pub, mate. If th- this has got pub written all over oh, it. Oh, mate. Oh, I need I've to. I've got to go down the pub. We, we can't cook no food. Me, me <laughs> is in. We've got to go down the pub, haven't we? There's no for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Liam is trying to find this photo of him with David Bradley from Harry really, Potter. He's struggling to find it because it didn't happen. We are... Well, something happened. <laughs> we don't know who he's got the photo with, but text on 81215. Have you ever thought... Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? I remember my girlfriend, we were in a pub in so and she went, look over there, it's Gordon Ramsay. I looked around, literally. I mean, the guy looked, The guy had short blonde hair and that was it. I was like, he looks nothing like him. He's just a man with, like, blonde hair and ageing skin. Um, here we go. Someone says, um, my girlfriend and I went out for dinner in Nottingham. Lovely. She kept texting me from across the table saying, Pete from Gavin, on, Gavin and Stacey was on the table next to us. It wasn't him. Not a chance. She texted all her friends and sent them a picture. Not a single person agreed. Not sure why she was so excited anyway. <laughs> well, because she thought it was Pete from Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, you know, I was once out with Marlon Harewood and he got really excited that he thought he saw someone from Love Island. <laughs> and it wasn't them. thing is, if you go out in a town or city centre in the UK uh, any weekend, everyone looks like they're from Love Island. Yeah, yeah. If you've got your teeth done and you've got eyelashes and hair extensions or whatever... Anyone could potentially have been on Love Island or X Factor or anything like that. So the odds are actually you probably did see someone from Love Island. You just didn't realise it. We're talking about times you think you've met a celebrity based on our producer Liam's lies about meeting David Bradley. He says it's put him off Harry Potter. Is it, are you a Potter mega fan? Well, I was. He was until now. <laughs> was until now. I mean, you can't, you can't hate on the whole franchise based on the actions of one of the actors. No, that's um, it. I text David Bradley's daughter and said, do you think your dad could have met Liam? And, and she said, are you sure you didn't meet Willie Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Willie Nelson does go drinking in Studley. <laughs> it's more likely. How do we know you're not lying? Oh. oh! How do we know she's not lying to you and you're yeah, not lying to us? <gasps> we're all gaslighting each other up in here. Stop gaslighting each other live on the radio. Someone here says, we were at a show and met Tommy Shelby. We hadn't seen Peaky Blinders and we're sure it was him. I mean... Just you, a bloke in a flat cap. Well, most. yeah, just so that people know, that's Killian Murphy, who's <laughs> been in, like, Batman Begins. Like, he's a Hollywood star as well. Technically, no one has ever met Tommy Shelby. He's not real. He's a, Well, I guess the characters in Peaky Blinders have met him. Because they're, they're not fixed. real. Yeah, yeah no, they've, they've met on screen, haven't they? Why are we doing this to ourselves? That's some sort of Christopher <laughs> Nolan mind bend. His lies it's have gone down this path. Have you ever been lied to by a man called <laughs> Liam? Did it ruin your life? Text us now on 8 12 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're asking you your personal best food consumption stories. And obviously, here at Bauer Media, Absolute Radio Rock and Roll Football, we 
only um, support, uh, moderation really, but on occasion <laughs> in the past when you have indulged, do let us know about it, 8, 12, 15. Uh, John in Reading's been in touch, Chris. This is unbelievable. He says, John in Reading says, I used to live with my cousin. We'd go out regularly and buy a pizza whilst drunk on the way home. We'd never finish the pizza, put the pizza in the, be- in the bin, but the next day his cousin in a hungover state would take the pizza box out of the bin, take it out of the bin and eat the leftovers and say there's nothing better than bin pizza. <laughs> bin pizza. I think there are things better than bin pizza. I get that he says it's fine, but to say there's nothing better, I think certainly once you're in that habit, though, you should just start sticking it in the fridge, surely. I know. I really draw the line at fishing things out of the bin to eat them. I think if it's a fresh bin bag and you've put something in there in sealed containers, that's different. I think if the pizza's <laughs> not in say, the box. So you say this is a man who has clearly done this in the past. Come on, who hasn't? <laughs> have you eaten out of the bin? Do you stand by it? Do you regret it? It's time to have the conversation that no yeah. other broadcaster, for understandable reasons, doesn't want to go near. <laughs> oh, my word! This is sensational. Tracy in Kreitch in Derbyshire. Lovely part of the world. And there's a lovely pub that backs onto a cricket pitch. I was there just a few months ago. My son once ate leftover haggis out of the bin, but it had been on the floor beforehand after a drunken Burns night and consequently was mixed with broken glass. Oh. <laughs> Is this the worst text to oh ever? Have oh. you ever eaten food out of a bin? We're asking this of the nation. <laughs> they've given us... Bauer Media has given us this platform and we're using it to ask people if they've eaten out of a bin. But this is... What you have to remember is that this is a football-related show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm struggling to... Well, I guess footballers' diets, right? You know, yeah, this, is, this is related to yeah. dietitians. Um, broken glass haggis. Broken glass haggis. Floor dust. Oh, my word. I mean, the thing is with haggis is it's... That's like just dropping a plate of mints. I mean, you, it doesn't stick together in a cohesive... You're going like to tell steak. me haggis is nice, aren't you? Haggis is one of the best foods in the world. Absolute and nonsense. You... And I say this as a proud Englishman. You English pig. <laughs> Because oh, that is just snobbery. You know what? I have no one. I have absolutely no idea why haggis isn't more popular south of the border. It is delicious. But do you like minced beef? Do you yeah. like shepherd's pie? Yeah, but that's not. They're different things. What all? AFC Wimbledon. No, it, Bradford won. Wimbledon won. Haggis is even better than minced beef. Ah, isn't it intestines? Is it not intestines? Right. If you had black pudding, do you know what's in a sausage? <laughs> So where's this Come snobbery on. coming from? What then? aboutism? What aboutism? It, it is so as any haggis eater will know. I mean, poor old Tracy's son is a, a haggis and a bin eater. <laughs> he's, he's he's done the double. <laughs> but text on eight twelve fifty. Oh, we've oh, just seen some, one that's amazing. These texts coming in. David from Sheffield, never eaten out of a bin, but me and my brothers have nicked Sunday Sunday dinner scraps out of the dog's bowl. Oh, God. Well, you know what's mad is, I never thought, have you eaten out of a bin, would tee up the next question. <laughs> have you eaten out of something worse than the bin? <laughs> Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. It's all happening for the Soily Hill. Chris Skull. Oh, it's a disaster. What an ignominious ending for Soily Hull. They're 2-0 down, 2 Woking, and they're now down to 10 men <laughs> after producer Liam disgraced them by making up lies about <laughs> David Bradley being in the pub. There. Oh, what a day. To He's be cursed them. Oh, God. They've it's got over. 15 minutes to save it. Otherwise, next week we're supporting Woking, which at least will be a palate cleanser. But I had dreams of us just supporting Solly Hole forevermore. No. Uh, when strawberry picking as a child, I was delighted to find some strawberries growing with cream on. 
I ate it and it tasted hideous. I showed my older brother and he told me I'd eaten strawberries covered in bird poop. Oh, my God. Did you not wonder? I mean, obviously, you were a child. I get it. But, like, oh, they're grown with cream. I guess as a kid, you might think that that was cream. It's oh, so disgusting, isn't it? It is. Oh, man. What about this one? Nikki. I was getting my daughter ready for the bath. Whilst running the bath, I nipped to get a towel, came back, and all of a sudden, her nappy was off and chocolate all around her face. It oh. wasn't chocolate, Nikki. Oh, I think Nikki knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's just putting two and two together yeah. now. Oh, man. Oi, 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 oi. I've definitely eaten stuff out of the bin. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I often think, if someone could tell you the worst thing you've ever eaten, would you want to know? Yeah. Well, no, I'd be interested. Well, you made it. You're uh, fine, aren't you? I want to live in ignorance. I don't want to know. Yeah, but you've, uh, look at you. You're a strapping lad. You're healthy. So, obviously, did you no harm? Nah. So, it'd be cool. Do you know the other thing they say? that You eat, like, ten spiders a year. Have you heard that one as well? Yeah. Yeah, but I go down the spider market and buy them special. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm taking back the control. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you I mean? You eat haggis, so it's probably yeah. Like yeah I dip them in chocolate, and then I'm like, well, I've eaten my ten for the year now, and they tasted lovely. The seance of the living on rock and roll football. Send us your questions, and Matt Dyson will summon a spirit through the void to answer them. Matt Dyson is probably 40 foot underwater at this point, so Chris Goffling in for him this week. And Andy Castle has emailed us and said, Hi guys, I'd like to know what one of the spirits thinks about people who are already putting up their Christmas tree. Yes, I really saw someone with one up this week. Freaks. What do you say, spirits? And can I just, before I try and summon using my powers, are there any particular spirits... In the play that you would like to hear from, give, give me a couple of names. One of the, the what about one of the Gallagher brothers, Noel or Liam? Okay, take your pick. Oh. Okay. Anyone else? Um, well, the Brian Clough. Okay. Although he's not living, I hate to break it. If this is the way you're finding out, this is terrible. But that's fine. David Bradley. <laughs> he's a liar. I've never been to Stanley in my life. Sorry about that. What happened? Did anything come through? No, I sort no, of black no. out when it happens, you see. <sighs> so the question again, Chris, sorry. Hi, guys. I'd like to know what one of the spirits thinks about people who are already putting up their Christmas tree. <laughs> right. I don't know what is the matter with these people, right? I mean, never mind people putting up it early. I live around the corner from people who haven't taken last year's down, right? <laughs> now, I don't know what happens. As far as I'm concerned, good. you know, it's the week of Christmas and that's it, right? But our kid, you know, he used to put the Christmas decorations up in March, right? He put the Easter decorations up in September. He put the Halloween decorations up in November, right? Now, I ask you, you know, what is all that about? I don't even know, you know, that you could get... Easter decorations, right? But I remember, right, I like Christmas, me, because when I was growing up, right, I grew up on a council estate, right? It was either Christmas or, you know, crime, right? <laughs> I, was either, I was either gonna, you know, I, I was either gonna become, you know, Burnage's greatest cat burglar or I was gonna get into Christmas, right? Christmas gave me a way out, right? I got my first, I got my first Christmas stocking off Johnny Marr. Right, and it had a little snowman on the side of it, and he lent me that. I gave that to Kasabian a couple of years ago, right? And they stuck that up in their house. Now, I ask you, you know, think about the presents that stocking's had in it, right? 
That is a lineage and a down, right? I remember David Bowie saying to me once, you know, <laughs> Christmas is amazing. You know, McCartney's into it. You know what I mean? What more do you want? Rock and roll football. Podcast done. It's time to judge for yourself. Do you yeah. believe producer Liam or is he a liar? Is he a dirty little liar? We didn't even cover on the show. He says he was once on the Studley Wikipedia page. It's fame, fame, <laughs> like, the lies just keep coming. Get him back on there. If you're, surely someone knows true. how to deal with Wikipedia. Let's get producer Liam, <laughs> Liam Clark, back on that studly Wikipedia page. He can't do it. It would be unethical if we did it. But you listening now, yeah. you can do it. Get yeah. on Wikipedia. Come on. Add him on to, what was it like, notable people? Yeah, yeah. Notable people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very keen to get back on there. Get on there. Notable person. You what? Notable person. Notable person. Notable just the one. Yeah. Delete everyone else. <laughs> Liam Clark, and then just put in, like, um, pro- absolute radio producer, legend, and liar. And if you can embolden and underline the word liar, that would be great. Well, thank you so much for downloading the podcast. Please leave a five-star written review. Scully, it's been an honour. Thank you, Fordy. Thank you for having me. Thank See you, you Liam. soon. Bye. Bye.